That's the sound of Nashville's boy named Banjo from their new album, Dusk. We spoke to four out of five band members just after Dusk was released, after being recorded in secret. But before we get into that, let's meet the band. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Barton Davies. I play banjo and sing lead vocals with William. I'm uh, William Reams. I play acoustic guitar, yep. sing, play harmonica. Um, yep, sorry, Sam. Sorry to step on your toes. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> right, You're Sam. good. No worries. I was following Marty's orders. Um, uh, I'll, uh, so one. I'm Sam McCullough, <laughs> and uh, I play drums in Buena Banjo. Right. Uh, I'm Ford. I play bass and upright bass in Boy Named Banjo and uh, tell jokes in the van. And is there a fifth person? There is. Willard Logan. He plays electric guitar. Gotcha. All right. I thought there was five at one point, so I just want to make sure you haven't. So, so congratulations on the new album. And I, uh, so you guys have been out on the road. Uh, what is it like out there these days? Is, is, is it a good time? Is it kind of stressful? There's all sorts of crap happening in the States and in the world. So I'm wondering how that affects you when you're tootling around. I mean, I think we're just all thankful to be doing what we love again after COVID and the lockdown and everything, just getting out and being able to tour and go to all these different places and yeah, play our music every night. That's what we love to do. So just very grateful. All right. And, 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 so do people want to engage more or less with you guys at before and after the show? And what's that all like, happening like? I think, I think that's gotten a lot better. Um, I mean, maybe at one point when, when we were touring in 2020, before everything kind of uh, shut down, we had more ticket sales than people that were showing up to the show. Right. So they were scared to even right. leave the house. So yeah. everything's feeling great now. Everyone's just excited to be back out listening to live music. Cool, cool. So the album is called Dusk, and according to what I've read, and I could be wrong, uh, it was started out being recorded in secret somehow. Is that true? And if so, how and why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind of came out of uh, the pandemic, too. You right. know, we're, we're a live touring band, and when you take that away from us, we get a little stir-crazy. Yep. Um, so we just hold up in our buddies, our producer's studio, Um it was in like a church rec room, oh, basically. Cool. <laughs> and we hold up there for about a week and just spent, you know, hours and hours pouring ourselves into this music. Right. And we didn't really tell anybody about it because we felt like we didn't want to go through all the hoops to get it approved and everything. Um, and luckily, our team came around to it. And that's kind of the origin story of Dusk. Right. So you, do you have a new team? Because I know you have a new label. You're on Mercury Nashville. So how, how does that affect things for you guys? Um, no, we have the same team. We're with Red Light Management, and we were signed with Mercury. We actually signed with them in April of 2020. Oh, so oh my God, crazy. it was years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it's been a long time coming, putting this project together, and, you know, we've done multiple recording sessions leading up to it right so it's kind of um it's our footprint over the course of three or four years okay so you mentioned your producer is oscar charles is that correct yeah so so yeah. What, what does he add to the mix why are mm -hmm. you working with him on this um i mean he's honestly like we we got paired up with him um 
to do our, our uh, EP from, I guess that was 2021 when that came out, Circles. Um, and, you know, we're about about the same age. He's a little bit older, but it was just like, it just felt, he the, we just clicked right away. It just felt like a, a good friend from day one. And it's just, you know, the studio, studio environment with him, it just, you know, feels like we're all, you know, on a team rather than like the producer is, you know, pulling puppet strings to make us right. do what he or she wants to do. It's just like, it's just, he's just one of us. Right. Um, which leads to, you know, uh, spirited arguments about how things should sound. Right. Um, what, what kind of things do you guys argue about? Um, I guess in the studio, oh. Sam, you want to take it? Sam does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would say, uh, I mean, Oscar is just a, a hard headed opinionated man. And I guess a, a lot of us are about music as well. So we, right. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, just different things, um, about arrangements of songs or how sh someone should be singing something like, you know, all the time he'll push us outside of our comfort zone and tell, you know, Barton to sing something a certain way. And he's like, I don't know, man, I've never done anything like that before. And Oscar's like, just try yeah. it, man. Just try it. I promise it. It'll sound good. And then we all have to kind of talk about things like that and come around to fresh new ideas um, that maybe we're not used to doing, but end up making the best record. And that's, that's another reason why I think he's a great addition is he thinks a lot like us, but he brings really fresh ideas to the table. Ah, that helps. Yeah. And he does some writing with you guys as well. Cause I know Barton and William do a majority of the writing together, but you seem to have various people kind of coming in and out and adding to that. How does that work? Right. Um, elaborate. We, so Barton and I started writing, um, outside of the band, I would say probably in 2016 or 17. And so, um, all those years, kind of meeting all, all these new faces around town, uh, we've kind of narrowed our group down. I mean, we still write with new new people every once in a while, but uh, Oscar is definitely one of those core writers that we write with, along with a guy named uh, John Sherwood. And, right. you know, we have a regular every other Wednesday with him for years. And so we just kind of found our group of guys that kind of understands what we're trying to do. And they they bring their uh, fresh perspective to the table for Boy Named Banjo. And, you know, it's, it's a blast writing with them. Cool. Oh, you talk about, I'm guessing, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you have a track called Mama, I'm Misbehaving, which I think Oscar wrote himself. But it, that sounds a little different and off to one side or the other than the other things you have. So tell me how that came to be. Mama, I'm misbehaving, getting jaded. Misinformed, miseducated Always faded, still ain't paid Thought by now maybe I'd have made Guess I'm just one of those things that never changes Yeah, mama, I misbehaving Funny thing about that song is I believe John Sherwood is on it as well um, Okay uh, So um, that's just one, you know, where we're we're always hanging out and, and he's, you know, they're not aggressively going, Hey, here's this song you should record. But as, as friends, we, we listen to each other's music and that's kind of a song that I got my hands on the demo and the rest of the guys did. And we just started finding ourselves listening to it all the time. And, um, 
we just made the decision, you know, we love this song. We want to cut it. And uh, we have another song of at least John Sherwood's that we love that will, you know, hopefully get out there in the future too. So um, right. we're not opposed to outside cuts at all, but those guys have been so close right. to us that it almost doesn't even feel that way, you know. Right. Uh, you have Young Forever is one of John's, isn't it? It is. Uh, he, uh, he wrote that yeah. one with uh, Luke Preston and myself. Uh-huh. And that kind of has a, a, I have a note here, a bit of a springsteen vibe when that harmonica comes in. Is that well, what, what you're shooting for? Painted stars and mason jars, all our friends out in the yard, waiting for a summer sunrise to come back around. I love that. I'm, as a harmonica player, I'll take that all day. And, uh, you know, Luke Preston, a buddy of ours, um, is maybe one of the biggest Springsteen fans I've ever met. So he'd love to. Okay, so too. he'll be happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have, have, you, have you seen any of his shows? I have not. I would love to. I would absolutely Oh, my God. I, ha- I have. It's life-changing. So you guys have a, um, a show coming up in Nashville, a special hometown show. What's that going to be like? Yeah, we... Um... You know, I think when we first started like really touring, we, uh, we were like fresh out of college. And so, you know, day after Thanksgiving, we we're like, oh, great. Like all our friends will be home. Uh, <laughs> and so it was a way to kind of like pad the ticket sales, I guess. Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, but now it's just kind of turned into like just part of our, our annual calendar is, you know, play Nashville the day after Thanksgiving. And, right. you know, it's... Uh, I don't know this. I don't know how much longer we're going to keep doing that date. Um, it would be nice to maybe get a true Thanksgiving holiday weekend. <laughs> but, oh yeah, uh, that, uh, there is that. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's 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 always been good, and like our Nashville fan base is fantastic, and they always you know come out, and that's it's it's kind of like a good way to like cap off the year yep. for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when you take a break for the end of the year. Do you kind of go your separate ways? Do you hang out together? Are you thinking, writing songs? or What kind of process are you going through then? I mean, we're always writing songs. Obviously, we're not on the road together as much, right. but we're all buddies. So, like, yeah, we'll get together and hang out uh, every now and then and stuff. But, yeah, we're always creating songs. And I think that's a really good time for us to get in the studio and just kind of push the boundaries a little bit and see what we can get creatively together. Right, right, right. Some of that. Now, I see you did a video for uh, Lonely in This Town. So what was the process there as far as choosing to videofy that song and and, uh, how involved are you in the actual visualization of the song? Left somebody lonely That's one that we just we knew that was kind of going to be one of our focus tracks for Dusk. So yep. inevitably, you know, it's like, all right, we, we need some sort of video. Uh, we definitely 
didn't I the thing I was most scared of was that I was gonna have to star in some video where I'm sad and was left right. and so I'm really happy um how it turned out where we just said, you know, this song is a, a, a turn, you know, roll your windows down and drive around kind of a, a groove. Right. And, you know, Ford has this old Bronco that he that he got and we uh mounted or I did not mount, it was very professionally mounted on the front of this Bronco and we just kind of drove uh, through parts of Nashville that, you know, where, where we grew up and um, just had that kind of late night drive feel to it. So we were happy with how, yeah. how it turned out. And do you do a lot of late night driving on your own when you're, when you have the opportunity? I would say, you know what, now I will say when we're in the studio before I, before I go home, sometimes I'll take, you know, the long way and listen to a couple extra yeah. songs or something. I love doing that. Ah, cool, cool, cool. So you have a tune called Feel For You, which has dusk in parentheses, so it's kind of the title track. And I think both you and Barton wrote it together, along with a couple of other folks. So it is, do you consider that kind of a centerpiece of the album? Does it stand out above the other ones? There's nothing I can say Nothing I can do Yeah, I mean, that's a song that we wrote going back uh, as far as 2018. Right. And uh, we put that out on Circles just as Feel For You. Um, and it turned out to be, you know, the, the top performing track from that that record. And we always just felt like it deserved a shot on our debut album. Right. Uh, so we went back in the studio and changed a couple things up and got some better sounds, honestly, because we recorded the first one in Oscar's garage. Right. Studio. <laughs> so... We upgraded to his basement studio. Now you're moving, actually really moving up in the world. <laughs> but yeah, sonically, I think it just sounds a lot better. And, and we felt like it just kind of tied dusk to, together once we added it in there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the, the, the album ends with opposite directions, which sounds it's William solo, if I'm not mistaken. So what, what made you come to the conclusion that that needed to be the conclusion? You go your way and I'll go mine. She took the mountains, I took the prairies Somewhere under that western sky I came to peace with what we buried Well, um, I don't think we really planned it that way. I think um, (laughs) I went in there to lay down that song, just guitar vocal, um, as as a starting point, and... I was even outvoted. They just said, that's it. There you go. And, um, you know, we, we layered one more guitar over it. So that's why it has kind of the uh, different sounding acoustic. But I think that song is so, um, I mean, it's a moment where you're walking away, you know, so it's kind of a very lonesome moment. And so I think that Oscar's thoughts were, you know, that how do you make it feel? You know, how do you serve the song the best? Sometimes you don't do anything. You know, which is interesting. Right. Less is more sometimes, right. huh? Yeah. Okay, cool. So do you look at this? Uh, I may be wrong, but I think you might have referred to it. This is your first album, but I know you've released other stuff before this, uh, going back yeah. to 2012. So how are you looking at this record in terms of your arch or your arc? <laughs> I mean, 
the first two records we did, we were, you know, high schoolers and still in college and not really, I mean, we loved doing the band, but it wasn't like our profession necessarily. Right. So I consider, you know, Circles, the EP to be our first like breakout gotcha. moment because um, we had all those years of touring under our belt and that was our first, you know, Universal debut. Right. This is our first official LP. Right. Under Universal. Yeah. So it's been a long time coming and just feels good to get it out there and I'm hoping people enjoy it. Right. So. All right. So are you thinking ahead already or are you kind of sitting, was savoring the moment? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, uh, we got something up our sleeve. Okay. For next <laughs> <Okay>. Definitely. <laughs> that sounds good. And, and, uh, are there plans afoot to get you overseas at all? We'd love to, you know, like I was telling one of the guys before you, we all joined together, we have a pretty, uh, heavy duty Americana and country seen down in this part of the world as well. Man, we would love to. I think we're just kind of waiting for the right opportunity to arise. Um, there's been talks about that for next year. Um, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, indeed. All righty. Well, I'll let you guys go. Uh, thank you so much for spending all four of you talking to me. This is fantastic. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully you, you can make your way down here. Thank you for that, Ford. It's always the bass player. <laughs> hey, always, every time. <laughs> I tried to mute. I couldn't find the button. <laughs> All right. And I think your dog is about making, yeah. making an appearance. As well. Yeah. That well, was really going off the rails. Right the Excellent. 